Welcome back to Diary of an Actress. I had to travel all the way to Spain to meet this week's podcast guest. He is an international star, has worked with some of Hollywood's biggest celebrities, and his name is Werner Den. Werner is the true definition of an artist. After listening to this podcast, you might want to up your game in terms of how you prepare, what your daily disciplines are, and how you stay inspired. Thank you so much, Werner, for being here today. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Werner. I'm so happy to have you live from Germany at 10 p.m. there and one o'clock here. How are you? Good. I'm very fine. Thank you. Just prepping for another casting, Actors Life. <laughs> Actors Life. When do you do your self-tapings? In the evenings? Uh, uh, it, no, I'm not taping. I'm just learning my lines and tomorrow I tape. Okay, great. So are you, are actors not going in person in Germany either? And that's an international casting, goes to LA. So oh. I can't be there because I'm based in Berlin right now. <laughs> right, but don't you think you have the best of both worlds? Actually, it doesn't feel so bad. Yeah, it's true. It's actually, it's true. Yeah, I'll be here and there. And thanks to the internet and thanks to the new technologies, which is so not so new anymore, uh, I can do I can do my work from wherever I want. That's wonderful. Do you have one agent for all of Europe and one LA agent? Yes, I have an I have an agent for for uh, for Germany, which is uh, actually more my agent for whole Europe, and then I have a manager in the U.S. and I have an agent in the U.S. Okay, that's that's phenomenal. All right, let's back up here. How did you get to be so successful, and especially in the genre of the bad guy, the action hero? How did that start? Actually, it started it started before my acting career because uh, I mean the new generation it's different. It's if, if uh, maybe twenty thirty years ago when I started it was different. So I'm I have a sports background which people now maybe have, but at these times they didn't have. So I I was I was competitive. I was in 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 martial arts. I was boxing, kickboxing, taekwondo. So I could that could do that before my acting. So I added it to my to my skills, and it it uh, uh, so it's uh, yeah it was very helpful in the in the in the in the early days of my career. Some people said I played theater in the in the first years too, and uh, so it was everything was there. There was a theater work, there was uh, some uh, martial arts uh, background, and so I and I have a special look. So uh, and then I came into the bad guy, <laughs> bad guy move. <laughs> You do. You do have a special look. I'm trying to figure out what it is about your face that makes you the bad guy. I'm thinking it's possibly in the eyes. There's something Actually, cunning. You, there's, you can you can find at the internet people discussing about where my heritage, where I come from. And ah. actually, they are not, they are pretty true because my heritage, I'm German, I have German blood inside, of course, but I do have also Eastern European blood and North European blood. Oh, wow. So it's a, it's a kind of, I would, I would base myself in the Baltics. Okay. So Lithuania, Latvia, something like that, which is Northern Europe, which is Eastern Europe, something like that. So I did a film a couple of years ago. It was a very successful Korean movie, but we shot it in Latvia. 
And there's a funny story about it. Uh, usually people don't look like me in Germany. I don't look real German. And um, so it was I, was, I was very special in Germany from my look. And then I had this shooting in Riga. And I came came to the airport. Somebody picked me up and uh, they brought me to a stunt guy who had to uh, do my work. He was a little bit younger than me. And we looked into the eyes. He looked at me like my younger brother. I've never seen something <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, this must be my true home, I guess. <laughs> that so I is... said to myself. That's so fantastic. I have some Eastern Europe in me too. I always feel like it's in the cheekbones and in the angular face. Um, it's good to have a unique look. Sometimes, you know, for me in my early career, it was a little bit harder, but to have a, a special look when there's so many actors and for people to appreciate that um, yeah. is, is wonderful. So you had the skill, you were, you were physically trained, you were active. Did your agent pitch you with that or did you just walk in the room and uh, they, they got that vibe from you? Actually, my first job I got in Germany, it was a, a, a TV series from America. It was 1994, I guess. It was with Tom Hillerman, the, the guy from Magnum, you know, that, that English guy from Magnum. They had a TV series. so And they were looking for it because they, they, they were Americans. They were looking for uh, for some Russians who could do, you know, stunt work, uh, driving the cars like crazy and fall out of the cars and shooting and all that stuff. And I, I could do that. And... Um, so, so does I, that mean you do your own stunts? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. But did, I did my, 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 the first years I did my stunts as far as they allowed it. So as far as they allowed it. And uh, so that was actually my first job. I was in three episodes of that thing. And that was actually my first job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, how exciting. You've worked with huge, huge stars. Um, I'm going to name some here, which is phenomenal. Ben Diesel, Samuel Jackson. That was your first breakout role, right? in that movie x is it xxx X, X, X. <laughs> i've been i've been in, i've been in another movie before actually enemy at the gaze with jude law and rachel weiss ah. that was before but the part wasn't so big i had some 10 12 shooting days but i'm in the movie just you know seconds you know but it was the first big big gig was uh, uh enemy at the gates mm. yeah before what triple a, x what a great one uh steven seagal and then Tom Cruise in Valkyrie. Right. What What have you taken away from working with those actors? Uh, what have you learned? What did you offer? What was the experience? Any great stories you want to share? Uh, first of all, it's an honor to work with uh, real famous people. Not famous. When you are famous, mostly you're pretty good. You know, have you have just something in the background. So, uh, for example, Samuel Jackson is a fantastic actor. So I worked with Kenneth Branagh, with all that English guys, Bill Nighy, and all that stuff. I saw them. I was I was in in the same uh, scene with them. I had lines, leading lines in scenes with these guys. So at, it's uh, uh, it helps you a lot. It helps you a lot. It's it's uh, you can't compare this to some acting classes. You can't compare this to regular shootings, to workshops, and all that stuff. That's a that's a different kind of thing. When you're on set under pressure with these guys, and you have to deliver, and you do deliver, so it makes you confident. It makes you safe in your job, in your craft. Um, yeah, so far. And that's what uh, most actors would think the opposite. They wouldn't think it makes you confident. They would probably think it's nerve wracking to be with these pros. But you're saying the opposite. You're saying that you felt very much supported. 
Yes, exactly. I, f- I felt, I mean, so what is it supported? I had to deliver on the same level in a way. So I had, for example, in, in Valkyrie, it wasn't a smart part. I had, I had really, I had leading scenes, leading scenes with Tom Cruise. I was leading him in the scene. So if you're going through that stuff, uh, you're better, actually. So it's, it's challenging. And you, if you if you go through, if you deliver, if everything is fine, you are just better, you know, in your craft. Yeah, but there's one funny thing. The fr- it was actually the first day, the first shooting at a Valkyrie for me. I was leading a bunch of officers behind me. So I was in front. I was talking to, to Tom Cruise. He was t- straight behind me. And I was talking to him some stuff, some lines and all that stuff. The camera was in front of us, you know. And I was walking, I was walking and talking, talking. The other people were talking too and all this stuff. So, and I, the fir- after the first take, I asked, did I ask the camera guy? No, I asked Tom Cruise if I'm too too uh, 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 too slow or should I be faster and all that stuff. And he said, "Ah, oh, you lead it. Just do your thing. You set the tone. You set the pace. I set the pace, and that made me really comfortable when he said it to me. Hmm. So." Yeah, um, it, it's incredible that you have achieved um, th- this level of professionalism. Would you say that a lot of it has to do with preparation? Preparation is everything. Preparation is everything. You got to be prepared. On the other hand, if you if you uh, if you prepare if you for years or decades in the business, you have a kind of a, a, a big bowl of preparation behind, you know, it's in your, it's in your pocket. So you don't have to prepare for it. But in the first years, prep is everything, 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 everything. You have to, you have to create a story for the character. You have to read books. You have to uh, watch documentaries, uh, related movies and prep, prep, prep. But over the years, you know, it's, it's getting a little bit smaller, the preparation, because you have, you know, this knowledge. Mm, okay, I love that. It's like it, it, you have this bowl of preparation, or as as Stanislavski says, your golden box, your toolkit. You know, we hear all exactly. these words for it, but I love that you feel that confident that you all already have it in the bag. Do you still train in any fashion with your acting or um, with your physical preparation? Is there anything that you do to keep yourself fresh between jobs? I know we just had this long strike. Okay, first of all, I'm doing sports almost every day. So my body has to be in shape, but that's my personal thing. But it also has something to do with acting. If I wouldn't be an actor, I wouldn't work out every day. So I would out maybe twice a week. Uh, so a lot of sports. Uh, and then I just found out I do a lot of uh, breathing techniques every day one hour every day so it keeps my whole system alive you know it keeps my voice alive it keeps my own it it gives me a lot a lot of breathing techniques i do every day every day half an hour in the morning half an hour in the evening i am so impressed still still i'm i'm so much in documentaries so it's kind of a hobby so i watch a lot of documentaries about Everything, whatever I like, almost everything about history, about uh, animals, about whatever. So, and that helps a lot. Yeah. Can you explain? I have an idea, but can you explain how that helps a lot? It makes your knowledge deeper about everything. It makes your knowledge deeper about yourself, uh, about people, about. Uh, 
why people act. For example, if you if you if you uh, um, uh, if you follow history, uh, you get an idea why people do things. You know, and um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What motivates human behavior? I always tell my acting students. Exactly. I mean, we're we're yeah. studying to be real human beings and exactly in what's in your motivation behind that's always the most important and when you see the motivation on the first sight mostly it's not true there is something much more hidden behind and so you're looking for that secret that exactly what's the secret why people act like they do yeah. And what better to study other humans? I love that. I've never advised my actors to watch documentaries, but I will now. What a br what a brilliant thing! And I'll we'll take any suggestions <laughs> that you want to give me <laughs> later. Uh, where to start on that endeavor? So okay, so so the breathing, the apparatus, everything you say, it's to keep you more alive. Literally, your cells, your breathing, your heart rate. Um, it, it, it keeps you young. It keeps you vibrant. I, I love this idea. Now, we, uh, of course, met in Mallorca, Spain, and you showed me a little bit of your breathing. And uh, I was I was impressed at your discipline. Um, I know it's hard for actors to stay fresh, to stay in the game. And, you know, you have it better than most that you get auditions. Is there any advice that you want to give to actors, how they might find a path like your own? You have to have a routine in whatever you do, you, in whatever you do. My routine, for example, is uh, sports, is yoga, is breathing. That's a routine for, for many, many years right now. Other people, for example, they are not, not maybe are not so physically, so they have to have a routine for uh, reading a book two hours a day. So you have to have a routine. You can't think if you do something once, it works. It always comes over the over and over and over and over and over again. You have to find your routine. Great, great advice. Are you able to maintain this while you're on set? Some of the routine? Uh, on set, it's just about some when I have a little bit time, some breathing techniques, but that's it. Yeah, it's yeah, you have to do the work before. <laughs> okay, good. Do it before. Okay. You and I have talked about training. Um, obviously, you were exposed to our Strasbourg training, and um, I know you studied with Susan Batson, right? Uh, who, who studied with Lee Strasbourg. Um, any other teachers in Europe or anyone that you want to thank or call out that has, you know, that have influenced your work? Yes, my first acting teacher was uh, Franz Josef Langhanke. He was a director at the Deutsches Theater many, many years ago. And he taught me, uh, in the beginning, he said to me, he said to me, in the, maybe in the first hours, he said to me, uh, maybe I can't teach you uh, everything about the craft. You will learn a lot later on set, or at your work, theater. But what I can tell you is to be an artist. What does it mean? And that's what he taught me. You have to be interested in anything. You have to be interested in architecture. You have in philosophy, in history, in about why what people are doing in maybe 1,000 years ago, 2,000, 3,000 years ago, what they did, what they do right now. Uh, study artists. Read books about Dante. Read, read, read books about Goethe. About, I'm not so in Shakespeare. I'm more in Goethe, uh, Schiller, Kleist, German stuff. And uh, so 
be an artist, be an artist, just not only be an actor, be an artist. That's what he taught me. Thank you. Yeah. Do you feel this is a solo journey? Being yes, an artist? it is. Yes, it is. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And as uh, 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 the, uh, you have to start early, you know, to think about it's it's a solo journey. Uh, when you find it out when you're in your 30s, it's, it's too late. You have to find it out very early. It's a solo thing. Yeah. And have you had to make compromises because of that? Actually, compromises, uh, it's more, it's not about in the work, it's more in the private life. Mm -hmm. Because um, many people don't understand this. They have no clue about how does it work. Uh, so uh, uh, I, said to have, I had to say goodbye to many friends in my early years. That's That wasn't so nice, actually, because there are nice, some nice people, uh, but they had no clue about how it is to be an actor, so that you are special, that you are solo performer or whatever so it's it's a it's a different kind of breed yeah it is it does it, it affects relationships it affects the idea of exactly whether you have marriage or children or you know i certainly have experienced all of this and it's you know once you're on the journey you're on it and mm -hmm. it's a gift to stay in it um any other things that inspire you uh nature traveling Poetry, anything else that's that no one would know about you, but you're going to share with me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nature, of course, nature. Uh, um, I have to be in the nature two, three times a week. So uh, I do a lot of mountain biking, for example, uh, or, in the, uh, or in the forest, running outside in the forest. I never run in the gym on the treadmill. It's horrible. I always go outside and not on the streets. I go in the forest which is not so easy in Los Angeles, but <laughs> that, is, that is, you know, but you can find something. And so I have to be in the nature. Yeah. Yeah. Many, okay. many. I love nature. I love nature. Yeah. I have a feeling you mentor people and teach, right? Okay. Could you want to talk about that? Like passing on the craft through teaching or uh, leading the way for Say it again. Others? What do you mean? Uh, you, oh, okay. I'll just ask, do you teach actors? Uh, if I if I would like to teach, or if I do teach actors. Do you do you teach actors and would you like to teach actors? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I could do that. I'm pretty sure I could do it. Uh, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not so easy, I guess. It's a lot it of is, work. <laughs> it's a ton of work. But it is a work of joy. I can tell you that it, it's a beautiful thing to pass it on. Um, what's what's coming up for you? What are you excited about? What kind of roles do you want to play? Actually, I you know it, it's it's always the same question. What kind of role do you want to play? And my answer is always, I really don't care. I want to work with very very crafted good people. If it's a comedy, if it's an action movie, it's a romance, I don't care if long the peoples are highly professional. That's my goal. Uh, favorite directors, yeah. favorite directors that you'd like to work with that you haven't yet. Yeah, Scott, Ridley Scott, but not anymore. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think right now, it was in the past, it was different, but right now, uh, uh, the work, or not the work, um, 
it's a little bit overrated with the directors. It's a lot of come from the producers, producer side, the CEOs, to say a lot of stuff. That was different 20 years ago or 30 years ago, 20 years ago. But right now, they're, they're also, also the directors walking on a small path. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So mm -hmm. it's a lot of a lot of decisions come from above. So, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Except for the really, you'd think the really big ones like Spielberg, Ron Howard, that... You know, of Tarantino, course, Huber, Tarantino yes, you'd hope that they, they don't have to answer to anyone. But I know things have changed, uh, certainly in our in our business structure. That's interesting. Um, of course, I would work. I would love to work with Tarantino, of course. Who knows? Yes, I know. <laughs> who, not? Be, who, who not? You'd be perfect for Tarantino. I can't imagine that he doesn't know about you and wants to put you in a movie. You would have been great in that movie with Christopher Waltz. Uh, um you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah Inglourious Bastards. The thing was, at that time, there were Valkyrie and Inglourious Bastards. They, was, they were produced almost at the same time. The one, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, the one was, you know, more, I would say, a serious movie about history, Valkyrie, and the other one was a kind of very special movie, you know, Inglourious Bastards. And um, the, the, uh, the caster who was involved in Germany for the German guys, he refused to take the guys from Valkyrie. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, competition. But I'm that's... happy with it. I shot Valkyrie. I'm happy with it. I'm happy. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, I'm so happy. I hope that all the actors listening to this will do a deep dive into your work and, uh, you know, really get involved with you. The Lives of Others, which won an Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. Um, that must have been exciting. Did you get to go on the circuit with that movie or any of these movies? Um when they came out? Uh, that's a funny story about the lives of others. <laughs> so I was uh, I was shooting something when, when, when it was at the Oscars. I was invited from from the from uh, um, producers to come to uh, to Los Angeles to the Oscars. And I was shooting something here and work is always first. So at, at that time, work was always I was shooting my movie here in Germany, which nobody knows anymore. <laughs> but it was work. It was a movie. Right. And Every 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 choose to go there because of where I had actually had a shooting day on the same day, you know, from the Oscars, and I was sitting in front of the TV, and they make you know they they showed the movies and they said and now we come to the lives of others and then they showed this piece and the piece was with me. I said, "You idiot! You see this here uh... on the TV and you are uh... running here." <laughs> oh that's yeah. too bad but i mean i'm glad they picked your clip that's pretty incredible <laughs> i got the clip i got the clip yeah but yeah. you know it's just a clip it was life yeah, so anymore. so much of it is promo and the schmoozing and being in the right place and yeah and i imagine working you know being located in berlin sometimes you miss some of those things that i'm sure you yeah. would be in invited to if you were here uh, do you have any intentions of writing producing directing yourself yes um actually i, I have one uh, screenplay which i uh, wrote by myself but it's it's a history thing you know i like history and um it's not the right time right now for this piece. Maybe in a year, maybe in three years, I don't know, maybe never. So I have one screenplay, uh, which I wrote by myself. And then I'm in two movies which I try to co-produce right now. It's it's just right now, yeah. Excellent. I love that. Are you gonna film in LA or there? Where should I get my, should I get a ticket? 
<laughs> Europe, Europe, Europe. Okay, okay, but I'll no German it. films in English. So for the international market, but it's in Europe. A lot of stuff is shot in Europe, in Budapest, in 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 Prague, in Berlin. So yeah. Okay, great. One is in Budapest, great. and the other one is in Bucharest, in Romania, and in Hungary. Exciting locations. I love it. <laughs> oh, I feel really good things for you in 24. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Um, for all my listeners, can you please share your uh, Instagram or social media anywhere where they can reach out to you? Is it all yeah, under your uh, name? It's just my name. It's Verna Dane. So I don't hide anything. It's just my name, Verna Dane. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, we all want to stay in touch with you and learn from you. And I can't wait to see what's coming up for you in the next year. It's really... Yeah, I, did one movie, I did one movie this year, this summer, which is coming out next year, which is really a great one. It's uh, The Children of Kotsara. Uh, the director is a Serbian director. He was he was uh, uh, nominated for the Oscars many years ago and nominated for, for the Gold Palm in Cannes. And this is probably his last movie. This guy is 78. 80s 79 something like that and um it's going to be a fantastic movie uh, the set was amazing the actors were amazing i'm very happy uh that i did this work uh, in summer in serbia uh watch out the children of kotsara okay the children of kotsana okay kotsara kotsara second world it's a second world war thing kotsara ah. it's a city in serbia okay and about and concentration just... camp for children at that time it's Ooh. very hard heartbreaking it's really heartbreaking tough scenes really wow yeah how long did you film that for two months two months, two months. yeah in and yeah. out serbia berlin in and out belgrade berlin boom boom two months altogether yeah wow i think i think mm. it's more fun to be an international actor i don't know i think i have it wrong just trying to work in hollywood i mean there's a whole world out there for actors right oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we all we're so myopic with Hollywood. So I encourage everyone to listen to try to have a global career like Werner. I mean, why not? Global career, definitely. You know, you gotta be. A, you have to work in different countries. I worked. I'm a, my my God, I worked in the U.S. many times. I worked in in all over Europe. I worked in New Zealand. I worked. Uh, so it everything gave me something. Scotland gave me something, England gave me something, Serbia gave me something, Lithuania, Poland, Czech, Italy, Austria, and France, everything, you know, from everything you get something, you know, mm. because the work is always a little bit different in different places. So, yeah, work in wherever countries you can, so much countries you can. <laughs> okay. From everything, you get something. I hope everyone heard that. I'm so happy to have you today. Thank you so much, Werner. Let's stay in touch and uh, we'll be all following you and your success into the new year. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Werner. You have raised the bar high for us as actors, artists, and creators. If you'd like to hear more of my podcast, please visit my website at diaryofanactress.com. Until the next time, stay inspired.